0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, Murph, you ready for sound off? Yeah, you? My voice is scratchy,
1: I'm getting over a cold. Nut up. We've got a show to do. Don't worry, I'm a gamer. Hey, we going to talk about what was said? About grabbing women by the. No! Campbell saying he's ticked. Oh, that. Sure. Hey, is this available on closed captioning? I sure hope not.
2: Live from
0: WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fales with What's Bugging Andy? Now, get ready to sound off.
1: Boy, that game sure was late. Is it Monday morning yet? God, The Cubs lost like two hours ago. Took forever. All right, Goodness. let's get it going. Sound off. Let's do this. Hot Come topic. On. We have three hot topics at 515-282-9010. Hawkeyes show up strong, and thanks in part to Ohio State, set up a de facto Big Ten West elimination game against wisconsin saturday
0: the cyclones don't show the progress promise of the past few
1: weeks offense stalls at texas and the cubs are seven wins away from their first world series title in 108 years but the dodgers even the nlcs tonight best of five now 515 282 your chance to sound off right after we do The No Fun League blames a big ratings drop on bad matchups. Others see bonkers presidential election, anthem protest, and cord cutting. Whatever it is, it's not hurting college football ratings. The college game is just more compelling right now. It's like March Madness every weekend. Hey, look who showed up at Purdue. The Hawkeye football team we expected this season, but unseen since the Hawk game. C.J. Beathard played efficiently and effectively. Daniels and Wadley ran wild. And the defense stonewalled Purdue when it mattered. Forget that final margin. This was a four-touchdown blowout made closer by a coach going to his backups early. Good for Kirk Ferentz. When did not running up the score and protecting your starters from injury become a bad move? Matt Campbell gambled on fourth down in a close game and it backfired. I don't care. Campbell made the right call. He knows the talent and depth gap grows as the game wears on, so he went for it. Campbell also told reporters earlier this week he's ticked. The Cyclones blew two fourth quarter leads. Good. Culture change starts with not accepting the same old excuses. Well, Whoa. Jackrabbits did what Cyclones and Hawkeyes could not beat the bison. Andy weeps. Bill Murray says he ain't afraid of no goats. The genius is right. The Cubs have the best team in baseball, and it's not close. Stop worrying, keep winning. It's going to be okay. And thanks ESPN. I watched so much college football this weekend. I ordered the Go Belt, modern-day fanny pack, and the Copper Fit grip socks. I heard fanny packs are making a
0: comeback. Keith. I spent all of Saturday afternoon and evening at my sister's wedding here in Des Moines. A little surreal when you walk your youngest sister down the aisle, but a huge honor. If you're wondering, yes, the rug was cut (laughs) on the dance floor. While talking football this weekend with my Uncle Mark, he reminded me that even though the first seven games haven't been pretty for the Hawkeyes, for the most part, they are winning. Color me guilty. I criticized the Hawks for only beating Rutgers by seven and for squeaking by Minnesota. But Mark, my uncle, constantly reminded me, hey, at least they're winning no matter who they're playing. And he's kind of got a point. You see, my uncle Mark is a Notre Dame fan. The Irish are two and five. They started the year ranked 10th. Now they may miss a bowl game. Heck, look at Michigan State. The mighty Spartans are two and four, not winning. So even though it hasn't been pretty, remember, Hawkeye fans, it can always be worse. I think outside of three big plays from Texas, the Iowa State defense played pretty well worn down in the second half due to a lack of offense. The Longhorns only scored 27 points, their lowest output of the entire season. The Cyclone offense, on the other hand, took a step back. Texas came into the game giving up 40 points a game. Six points won't win anything in the Big 12. Finally, Keith, I saw a very disturbing map released on Twitter this week. It's the most popular Halloween candy by state from 2015. Iowa is represented by Twix, a good, solid choice. But five states say candy corn is their top candy. The top for all the kids in Texas, Wyoming, Oregon, South Carolina, and Tennessee. My thoughts and prayers are with you this holiday season.
1: That's a shame. All right, let's get to Drew in West Des Moines. Drew, Hawkeye football, nine straight road wins. That's a University of Iowa record. What do you think?
2: You know what? I have a high uh, optimism for the Iowa Hawkeyes for the rest of the season. Um, as as long as uh, Greg Davis can get, you know, LaShawn Daniels on the inside of the tackles and um, and Dan, uh, Wadley, excuse me, Wadley on the outside of the tackles. I think we have a, a an effective running game. I'm not sure uh, what the status
1: of George Kittle is. We we won't know. He left in a boot. Um, X-rays are negative, though. That's the good news. they, yeah. they need kill. They, they need can't him. afford to lose another receiver. But John, uh, three point underdogs against Wisconsin. Hawks are still in this race, and you have to you have to look at this game. I think through three quarters, and Iowa looked much better yeah. against a bad Purdue team. Yeah,
0: and to be honest, I'm surprised that. Iowa is only a three-point underdog because even though Wisconsin lost to Ohio State, I thought the Badgers looked really good, especially on defense. I mean, they shut JT Barrett down for most of the game until that game went into overtime. I think the Badgers are still a really good team, even though they have two losses.
1: And they're still in the top ten because of the respect. Losses to Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, Ryan joins us now. Ryan, Cyclone football. Uh, Iowa State did not continue the progress we've seen of the past few weeks if, if not a step back, uh, at least a step sideways, what did you think?
2: Uh, this is running the ball, and I just think Iowa State needs to play uh, better defense, and I uh, I just think Bill Haney needs to take a bump.
1: Uh Yeah, they, uh, had, the, the Cyclone defense played really well in the first yeah. half, but when the offense isn't moving the ball, Uh, Defense got worn down. There's not depth there. There is a talent gap with Texas, and the offense just didn't do what it had been doing the past few weeks. Yeah, the offense, look, the the Big 12, you got to score. you got to
0: score more than six points. The Big 10, you can have some games where it's low scoring, but the Big 12, I mean, these offenses are built to score, and Iowa State needs to score. There's a play right there where the defense just kind of fell asleep a little bit. Uh, But I, I don't blame the defense in this one. 27 points against Texas. Remember, this Texas team just put up 40 the week before against Oklahoma. They right. lost, but they put up 40. So I Iowa State, you gotta you gotta get both ends working in the same game.
1: By the way, John, this highlight apparently presented by Pizza Ranch. I think the first one was Toyota. Oh, they're loving that over at Cooney's. Time for look-alikes with a local connection. Joe and Albia sends this one from down in Thunder Country, Sheraton Athletic Director, Sheraton High School AD, Tim Millage, and Grumpy Andy Fales. Are they twins? Mm. Oh, they don't like it. You know, in RVTV, Tim kept getting mistaken. They thought he was Andy. Andy fails.
2: Guys, Cyclone fans heard a bad word last week. It's a word that should never be spoken anywhere. It's what's bugging Andy next.
1: on Twitter, at SoundOff13. Troy writes, ESPN2 announcer mispronounced names of Ferentz and Hess in the first quarter. Hopefully, Chris Hassel calls hot games in the future. We'd like we to see so, that. Too. We'd love it. Steve says, beating Kershaw was a tall task. Feel good in best of five, even though he will throw again, it's going to go seven. He, he may pitch every sure. game. Dan writes, this series will not make it back to Chicago if Rizzo, Russell, and Hayward don't start hitting. What are they, a combined four for 65? It's been bad for them. It has been. Uh, Andy Fells committed to what's bugging Andy. And he kept that commitment. Guys, basketball season is staring us straight in the
2: face. Iowa State held its first basketball media day of the season to show off its new faces, new uniforms, and it was all smiles. Later in the week though, at least a few of those smiles left Cyclone faces as three-star recruit Keyshawn Fizel announced he was withdrawing his commitment to play for Iowa State. He did it in the modern fashion on social media and used the modern term to be committed. Now, when I type the word decommitting on my keyboard, I get the little red squiggly line underneath because neither my computer nor my iPhone recognize the word. And rightly so. And after all, it's not really supposed to exist. The word commitment means promise, guarantee, obligation. And you can't de obligate, dis guarantee, or unpromise. It's time to take a look at the word commitment. It just doesn't work anymore. Now, the fix could be as simple as updating the word processors. I mean, we do that. The red squiggle doesn't appear under Google anymore, right? Why not decommit? And after all, that's a word we now use all the time in Division I sports. Or maybe we should just change the meaning of the word commitment, you know? I mean, change it from guarantee to do something, to do. you just think you might do it if you don't change your mind. I mean, words can really change. Take a look at awful, for example. It used to mean something that made you feel full of awe, something awesome. Now it means something totally different, something that sucks, something that makes you go, oh snap, that's awful. But word evolution can take a long time, and something needs to be done now, so I propose we just dump the word commit and all its forms entirely. Let's just say the recruit has given a like to Iowa State. That way he can unlike and it's not such a huge deal. Plus, when someone really does commit and stays committed, like Alan Lazard, for example, He doesn't look like a weasel if the guy decommits and we don't all feel so betrayed. Look, if you're 99% committed, you might as well be 0% committed. Well, I don't know about you, but I've got a cotton mouth and my feet are swollen from all the times I've had to take the word commitment with a grain of salt in regards to college recruits. So let's find another word. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me.
1: Andy, thank you. Hey, what in the world is Jeff Woody doing on Sound Off tonight? We'll explain in Who's in Your Five next? off, Nation on Facebook. Randy writes of the Hawkeyes, way below expectations. Lack of offense and losses to lesser opponents isn't what was expected. A team like Purdue putting up 450 yards and five touchdowns through the air is worrisome also. A lot of that was a garbage time.
0: It was, yeah. Scott writes, I'm an Iowa fan, but I actually expected ISU Texas to be a really close game. Even thought ISU might win. The Longhorn defense has been less than stellar this season, and the ISU offense had been playing well had been
1: uh who's in your five it's our five favorite woodies let's start with uh, number five mr land is your land it's woody guthrie at number four woody harrelson oh yeah yeah cheers number three favorite woody jeff woody former side game winning touchdown looks like john lester (laughs) number two mr movie mike woody there he is and our number one favorite woody Woody from oh, Toy Story. that's my kid's favorite right there. Oh, what a, movie. what a great Woody that guy is. Uh, Brad joins us to talk Cubs baseball. Brad, you you worried at all about the Cubs? Nah, that's the thing, Keith. I'm a
2: big-time pessimist, being a Cubs fan and all. But uh, <laughs> I got I got a feeling, you know, we got the Kershaw start out of the way. We go back to L.A. We got Jake, who's lights out in California. We got Lackey, who, him and his 7,000 tees, is tough to hit. Uh I feel pretty good about the bats. I think Rizzo finally gets together, get away from the lefties. Uh, I know you're a Cubs fan. How
1: do you feel? I think the Cubs are going to be fine. Uh, Seven-game series usually produces, often produces, not always, but the, the better team. And the Cubs are the better team. They're better at offense, defense, pitching, managing. But right now they, they've got some key guys not hitting. John, do, what do you do? Do you, do you move Rizzo? Uh, So he sees some better pitches, move him in front of Bryant.
0: I think you got to do something to get Rizzo going because he's obviously not coming out of the lineup and he's an MVP candidate. They have to get him going, not just this series, but I think even if you you are to look further down the road, you got to get him going for the World Series. But the one I think you could do, and it would be a bold move, is Addison Russell. It's one where you could move Javi Baez to short, bring Ben Zobrist into second, play somebody else in the outfield. But Russell is so good defensively, but Mm -hmm. his bat has been is just disappeared. He's giving nothing on offense.
1: Javi Baez, and has, he, yeah, been Baez the has been the yeah. man. John is in Ankeny, uh, Hawkeye football. John, what do you think about the uh, game against Wisconsin? John? You know, I – yes. Go ahead. I I think parents pulled our defense way too early. Uh, he called off the dogs way too early. Um, I mean – do you see Wisconsin, Michigan doing that? I, I, No, I don't. And you're right. He did pull them out too early. The reason we know that is because he had to put the starters back in. But aren't there worse things to say about a coach than, than him calling off the dogs, not trying to embarrass an opponent, trying to get some other players some depth, and also making you not worry about injuries to starters you can't afford to lose? I, I, I think it's easy to second-guess it now, but at the time – didn't you feel like you wanted to see C.J. Beathard out of that game before he got injured? Well, he was kind of injured last year when we went to the Rose Bowl, too. Sure. Um,
0: I, I just I don't agree with it. I mean, because we, we got Wisconsin and Michigan coming
1: mm-hmm. up, and you know they're going to run the score up on us if, if we play like uh, Purdue defense. Oh, if they get the chance, I, I would think uh, you're probably right, but that's, that's not Ferrance's style. Never been his M.O., All-out celebrations before winning the championship. John and I face off next. We'll also hear from Dave and Steve. You can email the show, sound off at whotv.com. Javi Baez should be the man next year for the Cubs at second base. His bat is improving and his fielding is sensational. Baez, Russell, Bryant, Rizzo, that's a solid infield. Shorty in Polk City. John? Yeah. Face off. Sorry, it's late. I got kids.
0: All right. It is late. Alright, time for face off and maybe the problem the Cubs had tonight is they already celebrated like they won the World Series. What's wrong with that? Well they haven't won anything yet.
1: They won the National League Division Series. They won the Central Division. Yeah, but
0: their goal is not to win the Division Series or the Central, so why pop champagne and celebrate, celebrate like
1: you just won the World Series? Act like you've been there. But the Cubs haven't been there. That's the point. I used to think the premature celebration was a problem, save it for the championship. Well, what if you don't
0: win the championship? Then you don't party like you did. You don't see the Patriots popping bubbly over a first round playoff win. The Cavs didn't wear goggles and put up plastic after beating the Pistons. And look at the Giants. They recently won three World Series, and they're jumping up and down after winning the wild card game.
1: I I used to agree, but you know, now that I'm older and wiser, I think we need to look for more reasons to celebrate. Not fewer. Life is short, John. Enjoy the moment.
0: Great. Next time I have a successful bowel movement, I'll pop the champagne myself. Do that by yourself. Please. Over-under. John, what do you have for us this week? Overrated, the Willis Tower. Underrated? The Sears Tower. Look at that thing. It looks so much better as the Sears Tower.
1: John, it's the same tower. No, it's not. The Sears Tower is much better than the stupid Willis Tower. Stupid tower. Well, I do kind of agree with you. I still call it the Sears Yeah. Tower. Who calls it the Willis Tower? No one. No. Oh. All right. Blah, 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 blah. You're talking too much.
2: We got one minute. All right. Let's keep it tight. Tiny Ref, out.
1: Fair enough, Tiny Ref. Dave is All in bad. Des Moines. Dave, uh, we'll get a quick thought from you. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, how about them cowboys? What would
0: you guys do... When Romo comes back, would you start Dak or would you start Tony Romo? Uh,
1: uh, you got to keep Dak in there. I'd keep when, Dak when you're rolling, you, you don't mess with
0: that. When you're rolling,
1: I agree completely. Got to do it. Got to got to think of the team first. Uh, let's get uh, Steve and Woolstock. Also Cowboys. Steve, what'd you yeah. think of the game?
2: Hey, it was awesome. You know, they they go to Lambeau and they come out with a big win, and uh, I think that. They should stick with Dak Prescott. Because you know, I'll tell
1: you what, he's good. The,
2: the, you know they're a five-game win streak. And they're looking awesome. And uh, you know I like Romo, but you better stick with a good thing.
1: I, I agree. Boy, those uniforms were bad. The Packers were. Winning. I'll tell you what, the Cowboys right now probably have the two best rookies in the league in Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. It's an incredible duo. Uh, Kevin in Albia. we saw Kevin on RVTV. Good to hear from you, Kevin. Hey Keith, how's it going? Good. Hey, I just wanted to respond to that last comment about
0: the, you know, Ference pulling the players too soon. Mm-hmm. I agree with you.
2: It didn't matter. They still won the game. If they lost the game, then maybe it was a different thing. But it, I think it shows to Ferentz's integrity that he's not out to embarrass people.
1: I, I agree, Kevin. And also, they got some uh, the attention of some backups who now know they need to work harder and they now know what game speed is like. It's different than practice yeah, speed. Yeah, they... That'll... That'll do it for us. We are back next week, and we hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound-off, send-off. Tonight's watch party at No, Principal this f- morning's wa- uh, tonight's watch party, but it's now this morning. We j- it's after midnight. Sorry, John, didn't uh, mean to interrupt. I'm tired. I need to go to bed.
0: This morning's, last night's watch party at Principal <laughs> Park ends in disappointment. If
2: they're, if they're close to but closing, fans still had fun. Even at a bar in Wrigleyville, just to just to be there. I mean, oh, yeah. this doesn't happen very often,
1: so
0: try to get tickets and go to the game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's better to watch it here with people around than sitting in your living room by yourself watching. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful! And and... Oh, it's beautiful tonight.
0: Too, we've got a great team and we've had a great season, but we're not through
1: yet. We still got work to do. So I hope they realize that.
2: One game at a time.